Welcome to UP Tech Talk. I'm your host, Maria Erb, and this week on the show, we have with us Gwen Clovis from the Pamplin School of Business, and we also have my new co-host, Stephen Lutzenheiser. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Maria. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. Um, Gwen is going to be our upcoming speaker for UP Crossroads in January, so we'll be uh, promoting that upcoming event as uh, we get closer to it. But for today, we're going to give our audience a preview of what Gwen will be sharing with us on that event. Today, uh, Gwen is going to, to preview a little bit of the, of the upcoming talk, but also share some insights that she's gleaned over, over her years of, of being in charge of the P4 program and being one of our instructors in the uh, business school. And also, being just somebody who's paying a lot of attention to a lot of factors at the moment. Gwen, we're so glad to have you today. Well, thank you for having me, and I really appreciate the collaboration I have with your department here, so I really thank you. You're welcome. We love having you on board. So to get started, uh, we were just sharing a little bit before we got uh, to recording here about the the current state of the job market, and Gwen, I know that, that you really pretty much are in charge of preparing our our soon-to-be grads for what they're going to be encountering as they mm-hmm. you know, pick up their diplomas and head out. Um, what what do you feel they, they really need to key in on to be successful out there? Well, I think they, they really need to key on being open to what's going to be asked of them as they apply for these, you know, either internships and our jobs. Uh, it's one of the things I continually remind them in the P4 classes that you don't know what they're going to ask you to do, so you need to be prepared for anything. So we've used technology to help solve some of those um, unknown questions so that they are prepared before they, you know, they don't know what they don't know, and once they're asked, then they obviously learn, and then they're prepared for it. So um, I've worked with um IT over here to kind of see what technologies we have that we could use to help our students make those preparations. And one of the things we just added this year was uh, a lot of employers are asking not so much for resumes, they're asking for projects that the students um, have participated in. So this year, Sam Williams, head of ATR here, basically came to my classes and introduced the software Sway, which is part of 365. So we own it as a school, so it's no extra cost. And the students actually had one assignment where they put at least three projects that they've done in their time into the Sway. And it's like a instant portfolio. So I had some interesting, you know, I had some students that did the bare minimum, but I had some students that did some outstanding um, work, you know, like stacking some of their projects and um, really interactive dynamic, you know, made it dynamic and um, really showcased their work in a way that uh, I think employers would be very impressed. In the end, they end up with a URL that they can put on their LinkedIn that, you know, if some employer says, well, tell me, can you show me any of these projects? Well, yeah, let's open up my LinkedIn. It's right here. 
So that could help to set them apart from any other person applying for the same in- internship in our job. And of course, we've done the the um, the video brand as well. Um, that's a way to help answer the university core question of who am I and who am I becoming. So they do some work on that for couple years of self-assessment and then the junior year they produce that and put that on their LinkedIn as well. So I think the, the two technologies that we're using is very helpful with the platforms that are out there. You know, anytime you can put a URL up to show your work is pretty amazing. Yeah, and this is pretty much a new approach, right, to um, kind of building that student portfolio and that student project base. I mean, were you doing this five years ago? No, and um, we've always wanted to do it and talk to the students, but as we were evolving the curriculum in the business school, um, you can only take on so much. You know, the video brand was actually a big deal. I mean, a lot of people, have, you don't see a lot of schools doing this to this day. So it was new and innovative. And, uh, you know, there was a reluctance. A lot of times, anytime you have change, there's always pushback. And so you deal with that as you go. What sort of results are you seeing uh, after they've exited the university, exited this program, uh, coming back? What kind of feedback are you getting outside of it? Well, the reluctant students are now the ones coming back as alums and helping me with mock interviews. (laughs) So that answers your question. And I hear again and again, they're my biggest cheerleaders is my alumni base because as students, they, they haven't had these experiences. And one of the things that we talk about at the University of Portland is learn to reflect over and over again. And that's something we do in the program, learn, go learn something but then you go do something. So the experiential learning is critical, and then you reflect on it. And those, all, those, all those lessons is when we reflect, that's how you come up with your personal brand. That's how you come up with the reflection on what you learned in the classroom and how you portray it to another human being. And so we've, we've had great results. I mean, we've had an actually average of about 93% employment six months out. Um, this year it's 94%. And um, I will tell you the other 6 to 7% are people that just do not respond back because we've done everything in our power to get them to respond. Many of them are international students who don't use the same platforms abroad that we use here, such as LinkedIn. Um, and it's uh, we are really ahead of that curve in the United States, and so we they tend to not update their systems, and you know they don't always contact us. So we don't know what happened to those, but we we definitely work hard to make sure because we want to see that we I mean as a school we have to show outcomes right we have to show results, and if we don't then we have to adjust our curriculum. One question about the students and their reaction to doing the brand video and doing the portfolio and all these things, you know, they really have to put themselves out there, right? Because it's, it's not just an assignment for you anymore. Lots of people are going to see this. And I'm just wondering how, I mean, this is a big leap from thinking what about what students had to do 10 years ago, say, you know, like write a resume on a decent piece of paper, you know? This is a lot different. A lot of eyes are going to be on what you produce. And I'm wondering, do they... Are they coming with a sense of vulnerability about all of this and hesitancy? Or do you see them kind of being, I don't want to say hardened enough to to kind of feel like uh, bold enough, maybe is a better word, mm-hmm. to just um, just kind of put themselves out there like they're like you're asking them to do? You know, I did my own video because I didn't feel like I could ask students to do that. And it took me three weeks. And I'm an older person, more mature person, I should say. And... Um, 
you know, my husband of many, many years, uh, you know, that over that it was over Christmas that, you know, I took words that I felt that embodied who I was, you know. And of course, I added a little bit based on the program in the video. But and I'm one of these people, I hate pictures taken. I'm not comfortable. I don't take pictures myself. I just, it's not my thing. I, I like to just live in the present and, you know, and um, so that was a really hard assignment for me. And, but I knew I needed to do it. And in the end, I've watched that video. I've showed it to my grandbabies because their part, because I talked about um, how part of my brand is I'm, I'm a developer of other people, right? Like I thrive when other people are successful that I've helped, right? And so, and I use pictures of my grandbabies when I was talking about that development. And I use my favorite pictures of my life. Like my favorite pictures when I became a grandma of Gavin and then there's a picture of me holding him. And I said, that's my all-time favorite picture because it showed so much. It showed, you know, the development of the first generation. And now we're going to develop the second generation. I was excited to get going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, only in a different way. I didn't have to do all the diapers and up at night. But I could do all the fun stuff, right, of development. And um, so I think, you know, there's all these little things going on. And I get it. Like, I understand that this is hard. And I share that with students. This is hard. But it's important. Because think about, we have university core questions. Who am I and who am I becoming? Those are two of them. We have many more than that. How do you, how do you, how do you know students actually answered those questions through an accounting class? Through an engineering class. You, you, this brand is a, a tangible outcome. You can touch it. You can see it. You can hear it. Smell of vision's coming, I'm sure. I'm just, you know, I mean, there's those, you know what I mean? And so I think that that is helpful to the human spirit. And if it's hard, like I said, you don't have to do this perfectly. This is all safe space here where we're learning. We're all learning, you know, that, that I, hopefully they trust me as a teacher and it's safe and it's their thing. And the ones that I asked to put it on their LinkedIn, they're ready for that. You know what I mean? I asked them to do it if they're going to do the speed networking and stuff. And I suggest they do it. Um, they're not all comfortable. Because that's really putting themselves out there, right? Yeah. But hopefully it will help them in all the other avenues as they apply for these internships and jobs where they're, you know, having to, to, to tell their story. Yeah. Life is about storytelling. And that's such a big process of that self-discovery is making those discoveries and later on coming back to them and saying, my brand has changed, I'm a different person, mm -hmm. or, or I'm doing different things, and being able to see those changes, I feel. Or maybe just growing and articulating self differently, because you're still that person that you're, dis you're discovering along the way, but you're articulating it maybe a little bit different. Yeah. You know, you've matured and, you know, I mean, we're talking about, you know, 20 to 21-year-olds making these videos. And right. obviously, after their internship, they may come back different. But the purpose isn't that this video is an end-all, you know. And I want to make sure that it's clear. It's the combination of all the assignments that they do. I mean, they do a personal development plan where they look at their SMART goals. You know, what are your goals for the next six months? What are they one to three years and three to five-year-olds? Years? We know from research that students... Um, anybody, not just students, but people that write 
their goals down are much more likely to achieve them. There's a psychological ownership that, um, you know, and responsibility to the, um, complete them. So we also do an employer profile, like, and there's a lot of questions that they have to answer. Do you want to be, you know, why'd you pick University of Portland? That's actually a pertinent question that has a correlation to why you maybe picked a, a small employer. Because you probably came to University of Portland because you like the smaller community, whatever. I mean, students have to reflect on that. Maybe they came to University of Portland but want to experience a big corporation. I don't know. But the kids have to decide that. And then they have to look at three industries that they may be interested in and what companies within those industries. So we try to make them understand that the harder they work on the front end, the, the less they have to work on the back end, okay. meaning you don't want to apply for every internship that comes your way because then there's a chance you're just swimming upstream. You want to be very intentional about this process. So again, that intentionality of the curriculum is driving all of this. And it's, it's definitely, you know, we look at our curriculum constantly. We just made an agreement with a local company uh, Audigy group uh, that does for their audiologists they do a soft uh, they per, they do this software it's called R3 and it's a communication style and it helps students once you take this assessment it helps students to um, understand how they communicate but then also how to communicate with cross gen across generations we have more generations working together than ever before and to be able to communicate you know to a baby boomer like myself with maybe you know an X or whatever you want to call the digital, there's different names, uh, you know, and how do you do that when you're working side by side with them every day? And so our feedback from our students, we it used to be a senior level class. Um, we moved it to before the internship because they had said, I wish I'd have had this information before I had my internship. What can our, what can our audience expect when they come to your talk on uh, UP Crossroads in January. So I hope it's an interactive talk. Uh, that's my goal. And, um, you know, just I want to throw out there this continually changing work environment and how to get into the right fit vocation and some of the tools that we've used with technology that I believe has is helping. And it's all helping with all those transferable skills as the students, whatever they're going to be asked of from the employer and prepping those students for that. Um, and so we'll kind of go over a couple of the platforms that I mentioned earlier um, and show some examples of work. And obviously I get, I'll get, a, I already have approval from the students to share their uh, samples of what they've done uh, so that, you know, other faculty, if this is might, might be an option that they might want to look at, then they'll see actual some work from that. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a real treat for people to see the videos that your students have done. And, and I know you mentioned maybe having some of them there to right, reflect right. A, a little bit on that experience of, of, of producing one. So I think right. it's I think it's going to be a really great event. Right. Thank oh, yeah. you. I'm definitely looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> thank you. And thank you so much for coming by today. And we always appreciate talking with you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to UP Tech Talk, the podcast from Academic Technology Services and Innovation at the University of Portland, where we explore the use of technology in the classroom, one conversation at a time. We invite you to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music so that you never miss a new episode. To continue the conversation with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at TheBenCon. And Rhea is at Herb Farm. That's E-R-B-F-A-R-M. 
For more information, please visit our blog at techtalk.up.edu. And browse our archives for dozens of episodes featuring great conversations with our UP faculty guests.